0: G'day, welcome to Future Farmers Network's first podcast of 2022. I know, it's March, how's that already happened? If you're like me, you might be feeling a bit of a slump, and you've arrived at the right podcast to deal with that. We're hoping that you'll walk away from this episode feeling inspired and motivated. This month, we're celebrating the power of women in the Australian agricultural industry through International Women's Day. In this episode, you'll hear from some of the industry's best, and they'll respond to some challenging questions, like... What shouldn't you ask a woman in ag? Sit back, relax, and thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining us. Are you able to state your name and what your role is in the Australian ag industry?
1: My name is Christina Hermanson and I'm the Managing Director of FMC for Australia, New Zealand, and ASEAN.
0: In every year, International Women's Day celebrates a theme or is centered around a theme. This year for 2022 is challenging the bias. What is one challenge you'd like to throw down to
1: our listeners? When you see bias in action, call it out in the moment, every time.
0: Bit of a cheeky one, but what's a question not to ask a woman in ag?
1: Well, only ask me how I can possibly manage my young family with my career and travel if you're willing to ask The 94% of male CEOs in agriculture, the exact same question.
0: What's an achievement that you're most proud of?
1: Living and working across four continents in my career so far, um, but most importantly, coaching and helping others to do the same if that's their goal.
0: And finally, what's one piece of advice that you'd give to 18-year-old
1: you? Study the success of others and learn from it, but don't think that another person's success or their pathway needs to be yours. Be comfortable in your own skin, be confident, and do it your way. My name is Ali Bunton,
2: and I'm the Public Affairs Manager for Crop Science at Bayer Australia, New Zealand.
0: In Every year, International Women's Day celebrates a theme or is centred around a theme this year for 2022, is challenging the bias. What is one challenge you'd like to throw down to our listeners?
2: I want people to question whether the face of agriculture really reflects who does the work in the sector. Um, And I want people to, you know, vote more women onto boards in ag representative bodies, but also challenge the idea that if we just vote more women onto boards, then we'll fix everything. Um, You know, women aren't a homogenous unit Um, we're not necessarily doing better just because we've got female male equality or representation on boards you know we we need to look at diversity across gender identity orientation um, and cultural background
0: bit of a cheeky one but what's a question not to ask a woman in ag
2: just anything that you wouldn't ask a man
0: what's an achievement that you're most proud of
2: I think the one I'm most proud of is running a multi-year campaign um, across state and federal governments that secured the most significant funding for Q fever in the last couple of decades.
0: And finally, what's one piece of advice that you'd give to 18-year-old you?
2: I would say that telling yourself that you're bad at something is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, Just because something like maths or science is hard doesn't mean you're not good at it.
3: Fiona Simpson, President, National Farmers Federation, although I'm also a non-executive board director on a number of boards and a member of um, government advisory panels, most importantly a farmer from the Liverpool Plains region in New South Wales.
0: In Every year International Women's Day celebrates a theme or is centred around a theme. This year for 2022 is challenging the bias. What is one challenge you'd like to throw down to our listeners
3: yeah, I'd like everybody to have a think about advocacy groups and um, why people aren't willing to join them and put their hands up. Um, I think there's a bias out there that they're full of stale pale males, um, yet it's doing actually the the important policy work that is so important to go alongside your farm business. So that's my challenge. How do you think of advocacy groups?
0: Bit of a cheeky one, but what's a question not to ask a woman in ag?
3: Uh, lots. Um, what What do you get up to during the day? That's my favourite. What's an achievement that you're most proud of? Uh, professionally, I'm really proud of the NFF 2030 um, roadmap. I think it has set the scene and set the pace for agriculture in Australia. It's something where industry has been able to take leadership and government has followed. And that's that's the most exciting thing for me.
0: And finally, what's one piece of advice that you'd give to 18-year-old you?
3: That funny little voice inside your head has a name. It's called imposter syndrome. And so don't listen to it. Nearly everybody has one. It's just a bit louder in some people than others, but you have to learn to speak back to it and become the person you always really wanted to be and follow your passion.
4: I'm Tracy Lafroy, I wear a few different hats. I'm a farmer with Cranmore Farming near Mora, Shire President, and I'm also lucky enough to sit on the National Policy Group for Grain Growers.
0: In every year, International Women's Day celebrates a theme or is centred around a theme. This year for 2022 is challenging the bias. What is one challenge you'd like to throw down to our listeners?
4: My challenge would be that rather than letting things slide that incorporate things such as casual sexism, um, casual racism, to actually call those out. And it can be a really difficult thing to do. And I find myself within the arena, someone will make a sexist comment and I'll kind of go, ah, ha, ha, when really it was actually just offensive and not at all funny. So I think it's about a method someone taught me was instead of laughing awkwardly, to make them feel less uncomfortable, just say, oh, I'm sorry, I don't understand. What does that mean? And forcing someone to explain a casually sexist joke can be really uncomfortable for them, but hopefully it makes them think twice about how they choose to create humour within a professional place.
0: Bit of a cheeky one, but what's a question not to ask a woman in ag? I think we've discussed this one, Mils. Um So...
4: I get asked all sorts of questions and I get told stuff like, are you sure you're a farmer? You don't look like a farmer. And I would love to know in these people's minds what a farmer looks like. But flip side of that is perhaps there is no bad question to ask. And perhaps there's only bad ways of responding to those questions. So for me, I guess I would always prefer someone ask the question because then I get the opportunity to share my lived experience. And I think as well, the questions that people ask often reveal so much about themselves and their underlying biases. So I think rather than thinking
0: about what's a bad question to ask,
4: what can you learn from the questions people ask you?
0: What's an achievement that you're most proud of?
4: I think something that I feel really proud of outside of the realm of kids, husband, life, all of those things, is I actually feel like I've retained my passion and excitement for all things new, all things agriculture, all things regional communities. I really enjoy what I do. I feel really blessed to be in a role where I'm a farmer and an advocate for agriculture and regional living. And that would be what I'm most proud of, is that I'm working in a space I passionately believe in.
0: And finally, what's one piece of advice that you'd give to 18-year-old you?
4: One piece of advice I'd give to my 18-year-old self is don't feel like you need to dim your light in order for others to shine. So I think if you are surrounding yourself with people who are truly supportive of who you are and your objectives are aligned, then everyone can shine together. And I too often see people underselling themselves, underplaying their achievements, because they don't want others to feel poorly about themselves. So I would suggest be proud of what you've achieved, own it and move forward.
5: So Georgie Somerset, I'm a beef producer in southern Queensland, and I have the privilege of being the general president of Ag Force Queensland. And I sit on the boards of the ABC, the Royal Flying Doctor Service in Queensland, the Red Earth Community Foundation in South Burnett and the National Farmers Federation.
0: In every year, International Women's Day celebrates a theme or is centred around a theme. This year for 2022 is challenging the bias. What is one challenge you'd like to throw down to our listeners?
5: In terms of challenging the bias, I think it's really good to challenge your own unconscious bias. And think about when you jump to conclusions and sometimes maybe switch off from listening to people and question why is it that you switch off from that person, um, all those people or in that environment and really challenge yourself to think about the biases that you carry within and how you can overcome those biases and understand things from the other person's perspective.
0: Bit of a cheeky one, but what's a question not to ask a woman in ag?
5: Oh, I would be so rich if I answered, um, if, I, if I could have a dollar for every time I've answered what breed we have, how many head of cattle we have and how many acres we have. Does it matter? Um, we're, we're producers, we're farmers, we're graziers, we're whatever we are, but we're individuals. And I think it's great if you don't define people um, by the size of their operation, um, but more about the impact they're having and the person they are.
0: What's an achievement that you're most proud of?
5: It might sound corny, but to me, my greatest achievement is I've got three fabulous adult children and what's even more exciting is all of them are working in agriculture and I see them carving out uh, really exciting futures and being extremely um, excited about where agriculture is going and they just give me um, boundless rewards for the the years of um, time we've spent together.
0: And finally, what's one piece of advice that you'd give to 18-year-old you?
5: My 18-year-old self was pretty bolshy and I'd say to her, back yourself, work with the people who turn up and just keep going. Don't give up because you will get there and it's going to be a hell of a ride. Um,
6: I'm Belinda or Bindi Turner. And my role is commercial manager at daybreak cropping
0: in every year international women's day celebrates a theme or is centered around a theme this year for 2022 is challenging the bias what is one challenge you'd like to throw down to our listeners um challenge um challenge yourself on your own
6: your own biases um that exist. um yeah, check your own, <laughs> own check your own biases Check your own biases, because they are there as well. Bit of a cheeky one, but what's a question not
0: to ask a woman in ag? Um, Who's going to take over the family farm? You only have sisters. What's an achievement that you're most proud of?
6: I'm really proud that through my life, um, I've collected a group of amazing women, professionals, executives that I'm lucky enough to call friends and um, they seriously have become so much of a scaffolding in this mid part of my career.
0: And finally what's one piece of advice that you'd give to 18 year old you?
6: Still do the hard work but merit might not be the only thing you're judged on.
7: Um, my name is Joe Palmer. I am the founder and managing director of Pointer Remote. So we are a company based at the Rock in Southern New South Wales, but we are a well, national, actually we are a global business that connects businesses with talent that can work remotely from anywhere. So not just thinking of remote Western Queensland station, we could be in Bronte or Coogee working remotely for an organization that might also be in the city, um, but actually could be um, in the wheat belt in Western Australia. So we support both sides businesses to connect with people to fill these positions. And we also run training and capacity building programs to sort of help make the whole thing work for everyone involved.
0: In every year, International Women's Day celebrates a theme or is centred around a theme. This year for 2022 is challenging the bias. What is one challenge you'd like to throw down to our listeners?
7: Um, I think obviously I come um, to agriculture and rural communities um, not from an agricultural base. So obviously um, I work in the employment space, and quite often it doesn't seem particularly aligned with agriculture in that people think of so many um, jobs and positions and roles within agriculture are all on the tools and physical. And so I think I really, um, I don't know, put the challenge out there to the agricultural industry to actually really start thinking about the vital roles that people that are not sitting on a tractor or fixing the tractor or um, doing that on the on the job, boots on the ground sort of work, but there are incredible amounts of um, professional opportunities and vital opportunities in agriculture that need to be filled by people that have skills in completely different areas. It might be tech, it might be marketing, it could be literally administration and accounting that everything in agriculture needs those um, foundations to be able to produce food and fibre to feed and clothe us and the rest of the world.
0: Bit of a cheeky one, but what's a question not to ask a woman in ag?
7: Um, I think most females in agriculture would prefer you to just even stop referring to them as females in agriculture, that they are people in agriculture. They are farmers, they are agronomists, they are scientists, they are data analysts, they are again, accountants, they are shopkeepers and fish and chip shop owners, all who play a major role in in agriculture. So I think, though, a question that I think, um, not to not ask women, but is to ask men, what are they doing to open doors, to put down ladders to bring women up that doesn't have to be a women focused program what are they doing and um, what biases are they sort of subconsciously holding to think that um, because someone is a woman that they might be restricted from certain roles in agriculture because I've got a lot of my girlfriends that are farmers that literally can do everything that their brothers or fathers or uncles can do on farm but again restricting that mindset about agriculture being a physical thing I think that women play an enormous role in agriculture and I think just trying to remove that bias that they have to be like in two camps.
0: What's an achievement that you're most proud
7: of? Um, I think an achievement that I've been able to sort of create that I'm really proud of is the fact that I have created a a vessel, I guess, that um, allows me to create opportunities for other people in rural areas, uh, particularly women. But there's not many jobs in the world that you get emails on genuinely almost a weekly basis that say, thank you, you've genuinely changed my life, or you have helped us Um, become far more financially sustainable in tough times as far as diversifying our family's income. Um, Talking with small businesses when we, we find out that we've managed to connect them with someone that has genuinely changed how their business operates and how efficient and productive and financially viable they now are after being connected with someone through us. So I guess that's something that I'm really proud of. But I think I'm also, I'm really not so much proud of, because it's not actually been something that I've done, but it's just really proud that um, I get to live in rural Australia. And as soon as you sort of get your head up out of the weeds, that you actually get to see that there's so many people doing really cool and amazing things. And I think um, it's just really important to stop and have a think every now and then just about all the really cool stuff that's going on and that there's so many people that are doing things that they should be proud of as individuals, but that we should be proud of as a community that they've been able to thrive where they live in a rural area. And I think that's something that we can all be really proud of.
0: And finally, what's one piece of advice that you'd give to 18 year old you? Um, I think
7: advice that I would give to my 18 year old self is that i think a lot of pressure particularly kids now a lot of pressure is um put on them to make decisions and i don't think that that's something new i think making big career decisions as an 18 year old has been something that's been sort of pushed on us for generations but i think something that i'm so glad that i did as an 18 year old was tried things i dropped out of uni i changed degrees. I moved from Sydney to Wagga. I did different things. And I think my advice to other 18-year-olds is to just try things. And if it's not working, change. There is absolutely no reason why if you start doing something, you have to keep doing it. And I think that my career has been a perfect example of that is that until I had kids, I, I moved towns, countries every two years or so to go and do different things. And I did a teaching degree and I taught and I have started three businesses in very dramatically different areas. But I think if you've got a really core passion for something, then um, don't feel that there's only one way to feel like you're making a a difference or impacting on that passion. And that will evolve. And I have no... um, I have no preconceived notions around the fact that I'll do this forever because my track record is that I will probably change directions again. So I think that that's something to really embrace and not be frightened of.
0: And that wraps up this month's episode. To our listeners, thank you for your ongoing support of our podcast. It means the world to us at FFN. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Or why not sign up to our newsletter? to find out more information about upcoming guests, exciting projects and events. Until next month, thanks for listening and for your ongoing support. Take care.